Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta. And today I have with me the founder of an awesome body care line that I've been loving um, so, so, so much. Uh, I have Hope Smith, who is the founder of Mother Skincare. Welcome to the show, Hope. I'm so glad that you could make it. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I want to get started because I want to talk about your background and what made you really want to um, go into skincare and, you know, just the whole journey in beauty that led you here. Sure. So um, I guess 15, 16 years ago, I became an esthetician. So yes. I've always really, really loved skincare. I um, have been obsessed with products and um, so much so that when I was 21, I opened up a medical spa, which I had for about five years. Um, and in that we had everything from like non-surgical laser type facelifts to microdermabrasions and we were doing chemical pills and laser hair removal. And so I've just always been obsessed with product and what it can do and different skin types, but I never thought I would have my own line. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So like why, so when did you make the decision like to just start your own it actually happened a hundred percent organically. I was pregnant with my first child. Yeah. I have a lot of stretch marks from puberty. I'm five ten. I had. Oh my god, weight. me too. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I gained weight super fast, and all of a sudden, I had like a woman's body when I was thirteen. And yep. um, you know, I had these stretch marks that I wasn't seeing on other young girls, and they were like bright pink or purple. And they made me super insecure. I had them on my chest in places that you would like see them. I still um, have mine like left mine. over on my stomach. Like I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, like they showed up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like because you're just growing at such speed. So it was a huge, huge insecurity of mine. And everybody always said, well, it's genetic. You can't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, every female in my family is covered in stretch marks from pregnancy, not necessarily puberty, mm. um, but just like covered. And so to me, you know, by the time I was 30, I had embraced my stretch marks. Sure. But I was like, do I really have to get more or how, what can I do? You know, yeah, yeah. at that point I was looking for something clean. Um, I didn't want to be putting on a bunch of mineral oils and things. And I started breaking down in products that were, um, at drugstores that would say like cocoa butter on the, you know, the label, then I'd turn it around because as an esthetician, I can read an, you know, an inky yeah. Yeah. and it would be like the 13th ingredient or the seventh and water would be first. And it always bothered me that water was first. So why do we have to have filler here? Yeah. Um, and then I turned to like, I said, okay, well, if I can't find it at the drugstore, I'm surely going to find it at Bergdorf Goodman or Neiman Marcus. And yeah. Yeah. You want you trust those, that you trust those brands. Yeah. Those and so brands. I thought, you know, I'm going to pay more, but I'm going to get like an, an ingredient label. That's way more impressive. And so I, um, went there too, and I found nothing for stretch marks. That was something that was clean enough that I wanted to use on my body. Can I, can I just say this right now? Like, I feel like you and I have had the same journey with this, especially the purity part. I just want to like highlight that because I've never spoken to someone else that's had this problem. I remember like I went through a very similar thing and I have always wondered why this gaping hole in this industry has existed because 
stretch marks are the most obvious first thing I would think like skincare would be all over. You know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's a thing that affects so many women, pregnancy or not. But I love that you have brought this topic of puberty related stretch marks out. I love that. It's something yeah. I think a lot more girls face than we, you know, than we know about. And at that time, I think, I don't even know if bio oil was out, but that was kind of like what they were telling everybody to use when, you know, when I was pregnant six years ago, it was like really about using bio oil and things. And I called a makeup artist friend, her name's Joy Spinelli. And at the time she was doing all the Kardashians and she was on tour with Nicki Minaj and working for Jennifer Lopez. And, you know, I said, you say that so like nonchalantly. (laughs) Well, I've been friends with her. It's, you know, since we were young. Yeah. Okay. She, just had a, she just had a great career. She did yeah, it. Not I'm used me. to her greatness. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. she's really, really, you know, a great makeup artist and, yeah. and a creative and kind of crazy and a great personality. But I called her, I said, how do all these beautiful women not have stretch marks? Like what is, what are they doing? And she said, well, some of them are buying the big tub of La Mer. And this is t- this big tub of La Mer is 16 ounces and it's $2,500. Oh yeah. 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 And apparently that's what people were doing. And I said, Oh my God, how do you do that for nine months? And I heard they were doing that with touchless cream too. I think like there was a rapper or a celebrity and they were doing that with LaMare, like JLo I heard had like, I don't know if this is a rumor, but like I heard that JLo uses LaMare like all over and she has like so many tubs of it. So I know what you're talking about. Well, so I broke down that too. And I was like, well, you know, not only is it extremely expensive, but it's also not necessarily something I'm using all over my body when I'm pregnant. Um, And so my journey began for myself. This was not to launch a company. This was not to make money. This was to avoid getting more stretch marks, but I had to buy such bulk amounts of product while I was making different formulas that I, um, ended up having so much left over that I ended up sending it to the people like Joyce and to um, friends that I had in Los Angeles and they'd go through pregnancies, twin pregnancies, stretch marks from puberty, and they'd have zero from pregnancy. And everybody had that feedback and it's like, okay, maybe you can make a product, put no filler in it, no water, just, um, you know, the ingredients that are known to be high in fatty acid or linoleic acid or have be rich in vitamins, a, you know, and different things. And so maybe you can do this and, you know, it's kind of like, you don't let somebody tell you that it's not possible because it kind of is possible. Um, when you just, yeah, I mean, if you just put in the good stuff, I mean, yeah. And, and so I had such huge raw amounts of ingredients that eventually they'd call me and say, look, And they'd tell me like somebody's name and they'd say, nobody knows yet. Like press doesn't know, but she needs this butter because she heard I used it or whatever. So it became like this truly cult secret product. And all the women that actually one of the women that Joyce had told me used La Mer ended up using our product before it was ever a brand. Just, I would put it in little black plastic containers and you know, I would just write on them with like a chalk marker jar of hope. My name's hope. And I was like, just like a sweet little, like, congratulations. You're That's really cute. I like that. Like product. Never did I think it would be a brand until it just kept going. Like the word kept getting out and I would be gone, not home on vacation. And I'd say, it'd say like, so-and-so I'd find out pe- people were pregnant that like nobody knew yet. 
she's the stork that like then, goes around looking like <laughs> and then I was stressed because I'm like god she's gonna get stretch marks if I don't get home order my raw ingredients in this butter so okay, like so I, I, have a question, like- I have a question I have a question for you because yeah. I know I want to ask this now when you're talking about the ingredients because your product is like when I put my hand in it it's just pure heaven like and you can tell there's no weird like change of texture like while you're getting it how did you do that because it stays solid and then as soon as I put it on my skin it turns this beautiful oil slash like moisture like cream moisturizer I don't know what you did but it's like the phase transition is like mesmerizing so I really would love it if you could tell us that about um I couldn't tell you that I made it in my kitchen and I don't exaggerate 400 times. And then I put it in a lab and yeah. we still had to make it another 90 times to get the formula right. I mean, it was wow. truly my lab had such dislike that they forgot. They stopped taking my phone calls because every <laughs> sample that they would make me yeah. would get there. And I'd say, nope, too tough or nope, not right. Or go back to the formula before last that was better now let's make a different change let's add a bigger percentage of whatever you know whatever we were trying to do with the formula whether it was we were making it softer we were making it um whatever it may be and so i literally felt like they didn't want to hear from me and they wanted me to just give up and um, that's so disheartening to hear that i mean you're paying them for a business like for for a you know, just something that you want. That's really think, sad. But don't you think that most people or a lot of people want, you know, it to automatically be easy, but sometimes when you're making something and it's very specific, you have to keep pushing. And we pushed them so much that eventually they were like, you know what, this is really nice. I'm glad you kept pushing for these last like 19 rounds that when we yeah. thought it was perfect all along, because it the product really stands for itself. And it's, you know, you can tell that it wasn't just made as an afterthought. There was actual like perfection in making this. Yes. No, it is. And I think like, I literally remember like when I tried it for the first time, I was like, okay, it's going to feel like any cocoa butter I've used or any shea butter I've used. And, and I used it. And at first I was like really mesmerized. Like I just explained, but then it just soaked into my skin. So that is something I, for me, that's very unique because all of the other products I've tried, they sit on my skin. And that's been a huge reason why I kind of shy away from body care. That is like the traditional, right? Mm -hmm. So like, how did you, like, when it comes to that aspect of formulation, what causes something to sit on our skin versus like, you know, sink in that you found when you Mm -hmm. were like, you know, working with the lab? Mm -hmm. Um, There can be a lot of things, but for natural products, in general, um, there's normally some sort of thickener. Um, and in that it could be something like they used a lot more wax in the product. So it could be sitting on the, you know, the skin, if it absorbs really well, they have a lower, um, it's normally a lot thinner of a product. It can get light. Like I like to think this gets really thin, like a serum wood or an oil. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it actually does. goes deeper, you know, oils can go so much deeper and serums can than a lotion, for example, yeah, so it was yeah. really that it would start like that and be able to, and then also you can formulate something and you can do it with shea butter that you just sourced. And it was, you know, 
a decent shea butter, or you can really look for where it goes this specific. And this is how crazy I was. You can look for the actual shea nut that is where does the, where does that tree grow richest? Is it East Africa? Is it West Africa? Where do you support the rose tip? Where is the rose tip like the most pure, um, and the, the most like ideal, like environment most, to grow in. Yeah. The most yeah. orange and that's Bulgaria for us. So like, I will only use rose hip in any of our formulas from Bulgaria because there's no better rose hip. So it's looking at each individual ingredient, deciding where you can sustainably source it, but where it's also like absolutely like the best nut. You know, yeah. it's very different for climates and that produces a different product. And that's how, that's how far down, you know, in the research that I got, not only was it what, what's rich in certain natural vitamins or minerals and what's rich in zinc, or it didn't stop there. It was actually about like where it's grown in the soil. And yeah. I think it makes all the difference. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. That's like the entire concept of like, you know, I mean, I know a botany can, like a botanist can probably talk way more on this, but like the natural you know, place something is supposed to grow is where it will grow to its max and max in the sense that the nutrients will be the richest, you know, so that makes sense. If something's tropical and you're growing it in like, I don't know, like, you know, Nevada, like it's not going to have nearly as, you know, what it would have normally. So that that's a beautiful concept. I love that. So how did you work with the sustainability factor in that? Because I'm sure that the places you're getting um, these sources from, like, are they smaller areas, like smaller regions? Definitely smaller vendors, um, also a higher price point, but it's a, just a completely different product. Um, when we're sourcing from Africa, I like to use places that um, benefit, like it's different co-ops, it'll benefit women. Um, and you can tell, like when you're working with vendors, you can ask those questions, like who is harvesting and where does this money yeah. go? And is this a woman owned business? And, you know, there's all of those questions. So each vendor is interviewed separately. It's not just let's source a product so that we can put something out there. It's very, very thought out. Just like it's the name, like we have the name mother, which isn't necessarily for mothers, even though we started in that space. Um, yeah. We have body care, we have skincare even now, and even like our um, vitamin C serum and our number one serum all of it sourced the exact same way with the highest, highest, highest um, ingredients possible. Well, that's what I've, that's what I wanted to actually bring up. And I'm glad that you said that because every single product that you have is phenomenal. And it shows that you've done research, not only like your research, I think from what you just described for the body butter, it shows that it translates over into your other products. Like the, the facial oil is beautiful. It sinks into my skin. And, you know, I don't, for me, a lot of times, like my skin has transitioned with age um, into more dry and with oils, uh, you know, something I always encounter is either if it soaks in, then my skin is still looking for something else. You know what I mean? It's still asking for more, even after like a, a normal regimen, but with your facial oil, I don't have that problem. So that to me as a consumer shows that the research has been done. You've really tried this and, you know, everything you described, it, it really, it fits in. So yeah, I love that. I, I love your skincare, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. We love that face oil so, so much. It's such a good one. And it's, yeah. you know, it's made for um, people with oily skin. This is great for people that have acne prone skin. This is great for the Kalahari is great. 
Um, there's so many things in it that, um, we get great feedback from people that have never used oils before that said, Oh, I love this oil. So it yeah. was definitely formulated with those kind of thoughts. And again, um, we formulate that and we have, um, lots of ingredients in it, but Subaki is one of the big ones. Um, Kalahari. So um, what do those do? What does Zubaki, what, what Zubaki do? Can you tell us like a little bit? So I discovered Subaki when I was, um, in Japan and I kept seeing that it was like, um, there was lots of skin products with it. And I was like, what is this? And I bought some raw Subaki, um, and played with it without, um, anything else and found that I really, really liked it, but it was a little bit heavy, but it's supposed to help with free radical damage, help with signs of, um, aging makes the skin really soft, um, less prone to fine lines, helps it retain moisture. Um, it can, it has, it's very powerful antioxidant. And you'll right. see it in a lot of Japanese skincare too. So it's from the Camilla flower. Wow. That's so cool. I love that. So like, if you were to pick like one ingredient is like maybe your hero ingredient, I don't even know if that's a term, but, um, you know, like your favorite one or something, which ingredient is your favorite and across your line? Um, I love to, I love the, uh, the rose hip and I also love the Subaki. Because the Bulgarian rose hip that you talked about. Yeah, that one and the Subaki are both really, really beautiful. And then for um, things that aren't oil and are just normal skincare, like our number one serum or eye cream, we created mm-hmm. something called the Mother Load. And it's a core technology that we came up with with a chemist from MIT. Wow. And we wanted to have science backed active ingredients that had clinicals behind them, but were still natural. Yeah. Um, and so with that, um, it has like rice, kefirin, it has rice peptides, kefirin, um, hyaluronic, four different levels of hyaluronic acid. It's a, just a beautiful, beautiful product and it's fermented. So um, wow. we get a lot of this kind of fermentation in our skin line, which wasn't in our oil, but it is in our eye cream and our um, number one serum and in the products that we have coming out. Because I just believe your skin can you know, it's more compatible with your skin, your skin digests what you're putting on it. it you know, yeah. you're not, no, that's a beautiful way to put it. That's a beautiful way. What you said, it digests what you're putting on it and metabolizes. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, I want to actually ask, so, you know, you mentioned some products, um, what is coming up next? Like in terms of like, just the line, like what's your vision with, with the, like, is there an end goal in mind or like a bigger goal in mind? Or is it just see where the line goes for now? Um, I'm definitely a planner, but I refuse to make a product if I can buy somebody else's and I'm like satisfied enough to reorder it. So um, it's really about what's missing in my vanity or my mom's vanity or like, you know, it happens through conversation and it normally happens with a problem. Like we're all having a problem with, for example, let's talk about the number one serum. Um, That one came because I would buy vitamin C yeah. And I would use it. And I didn't know why people said it helped with hyperpigmentation. Cause I never saw like the results with myself. Like it wasn't like, wow. And I'm like, why does yeah. every brand say it brightens? And I was formulating it in the lab. I got it, you know, one to two days after it was, so it's completely fresh compared to like skincare you'd buy at Sephora or yeah. on a drugstore shelf or, you know, something that has sat on a shelf just isn't as pure active, et cetera. So 
Right. We were formulating with like ascorbic acid and that type of vitamin C. And yeah. when I started using it, my skin was reacting like crazy. I mean, I was like bright red. I was, I didn't know I was sensitive. Well, same. That's exactly what happens to me with vitamin C. Yeah. Well, wait, Continue, I please. didn't know though, because I went yeah. to humanity and I said, wait, I'm using vitamin C serums that have this ingredient. How is that possible? She said, let me change this vitamin C. Let's yeah. see what happens. She goes, I bet what's on your vanity has oxidized. So it's just not as effective. It's not as powerful, right? It's not as fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're probably not reacting like the red chemical pill looking face. So um, she sent me something with a different type of vitamin C, no reaction. Mm. And, um, I said, how is it's that possible? All of this vitamin C. Yeah. So she sent me stable vitamin C, yeah. um, tetradexal sorbate, which is what we formulate. And that's the type of vitamin C we use. And that's because it's proven clinically proven to go 50 times deeper than traditional vitamin C. Yeah. Um, you're less reactive to it. So you probably can use THG without reaction if you react to the other one. I don't know. Have you tried that? No, I've never tried it, but I'm just curious what the chemical structure is. I'm like looking it up right now as you're speaking yeah, <laughs> because well, I, like, I, I, can, I wonder what stabilizes it, but no, that's interesting. So, so you were able to, you're able to actually not have an airtight container with it. Whereas normally with for ascorbic, it's oxidizing right away. It turns a little bit of color and you have to have like that airtight container. So yeah. I'm still able to use glass, which I love to use glass over plastic. Um, right. And you're Me able too. To I don't like plastic, plastic at all. <laughs> yeah. You're still yeah. able to put it in dropper form. And you know what? My pigmentation's gone. Same thing for my mom. Same thing for people that use it on their hands. Like, you know, it's like the I didn't know I was allergic to vitamin C because I was buying it from a drugstore and it had oxidized enough that I was, you know, it wasn't actually so, so active anymore, which yeah. tells us you really need a stable vitamin C because you're spending so much money on this product. Well, that's yeah. what I never understood, Hope, honestly. Like I felt like there's so many companies out there that are like luxury brands or like, you know, they have a huge price point, very high price points. And it's like, if I'm buying your product and it's the vitamin C serum is turning yellow on me within like <laughs> three days of opening it, like where did all of my money go? You know what I mean? I and as a consumer, big corporate offices or, yeah, you know, like a yacht, branding a yacht with my money, marketing. like seriously. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is a passion project and you don't have to charge that. Our serum, I still consider to be very expensive, um, but it lasts forever. And it's kind of- But you're of doing like, research. Like you have research thing, behind it. Yeah, a lot. A chemist from MIT, a core technology put into it. Lots of clinicals on the ingredients that we use. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's different. It's a lot of work and you know, or I know what I'm using on myself because I, I convert fully and I, I will never tell somebody to use a product that is not, doesn't have my heart and like actual guts behind, because if I, if you can't put your name on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would never let something go out into the world that felt sloppy. Or yeah. like I was trying to just scam somebody over these ingredients I'm actually really proud of and can talk about and love to talk about, you know, and, and yeah. you know I stopped buying other vitamin C's because this one works. So well, see, that's the thing. So it's like, things. I think yeah. all of us are looking for that as consumers in the skincare industry. I mean, let's be real. How many of you 
have, you know, like three products on your side table that you use every night. For me, your body butter is one of them, you know, and I can honestly say that like, it's been like that since I tried it, it's going to remain like that because that's the body product that I like to use. And I know it works. And if we just like, as consumers, like just look at, you know what I mean? Just your surroundings. Like, what do you keep around you at all times? That'll tell you everything you need to know. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. yeah. And what are you putting on your body? I call that body butter, my sleep mask, because if I use it at night, it's like you're sleeping in this like body mask. Yeah. It's so and then so if I good. use it in the day, like right after you shower, if you put it on, I can honestly shower two to three more times without moisturizing because it's that hydrating. Like it's really yeah. goes so, so deep. So like that is one of my Holy grail products. Well, um, one thing I want to say though, is like, yeah, that's obviously there. And that's like the skincare part of it. But like, you know, medically what's for me, extremely, extremely, you know, impressive is that you're actually, your product is able to alter or benefit, you know, somehow benefit, uh, molecularly the, the, the design of how a stretch mark forms in the body. And it's working with that. And it's working with your normal physiology to help your body go through like, you know, a transition, which women go through, which is pregnancy. That is huge. As a scientist, I like, I'm, that's what I'm impressed by. You know what I mean? That through all of this, your need for perfection, you have created something that is scientifically working. And now I just, I'm waiting for everybody else to catch up and somebody needs to, somebody listening out there, please write a paper. Let's, you know, let's get something out. But it's, that's my point. Is it's like, actually you know, undergoing yeah. clinicals as we speak. So hopefully wow. papers on it very soon. Um, yeah. I would look forward you to that. simplify it like that. And it's like, oh, it just works. It just works. I don't know. I, you know, it was a rabbit hole, each ingredient, I had an Excel spreadsheet on like what it was supposed to naturally contain, you know, what does this, and then how do you prevent a stretch mark? Like, how do you build it out? Right. Like what the stretch mark and what can you do to like block those things from happening? Like, it's a very simple thing, but the fact that I went through both of my pregnancies with no additional stretch marks and everybody else has, I mean, it is something that is, you know, you couldn't have planned it. You can work for it, but you couldn't have actually planned that that would happen, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's really the beauty of formulation because, you know, we don't know like 90% of things in science yet. So through experimentation, you know, you may, you might've just discovered something that's altering a pathway. That's going to lead to amazing research. Who knows? You know what I mean? That's the, that's why I have this podcast because it should, you know, hopefully somewhere, some, someone somewhere is inspired scientifically and it's going to be like, wait a minute, you know, I'm working on a research project for my PhD. Maybe I can, you know, think so. Yeah. The, it matters. It matters a lot. And, and I think, yeah. Yeah. If it makes somebody feel more confident in their skin, whether it's, it helps their eczema or it improved the look of an sh- existing purple stretch mark, or it prevented new ones. Like, you know, there's just something about being comfortable and like proud of your skin and like learning to accept flaws, but knowing like you're still taking care of yourself along the way. And honestly, like that's the best thing. Cause as soon as my friends would get pregnant all my life before I had kids, that's what they talked about. You know, yeah. I'm sure they were worried about having like a healthy baby, but they were like, am I going to get stretch marks? What am I going to use? For right. some reason that was cemented into my head that that's the concern of every woman right. when she becomes yeah. pregnant. Um, because I had heard it. Maybe it's just the friends that I was. No, no. I was going to say like, it's not just you. That is for me too. Like I, 
for, and it goes back to what you were originally saying about like stretch marks related to puberty, because for me, um, you know, I went through the similar journey. It was very scarring, you know, emotionally. It was something I was always, you know, I didn't like about my body. I had, you know, a little bit of body issues around it. And yeah, you don't want to amplify something like that or bring up memories or even deal with that. So yeah, it's, I think a lot of women feel that way. Mm-hmm. I definitely think so. Yeah. But thank you so much. I hope this has been amazing. And I've loved learning about, you know, just how incredible your vision is. And I hope that, you know, everyone out there, if you're listening, you have got to try her line. Um, It's spelled M-U-T-H-A, Mother. And it's an amazing, beautiful line. Every product is amazing. Um, You know, the research Hope has done really genuinely shows. I mean that wholeheartedly. So hopefully you guys check it out. Let us know what you think in the podcast art, the comment section. We love hearing from you. Um, And hope I hope you come back for uh, another episode. I hope so too. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much. Bye.